Now, the seventh and final inhabitant or giant in the land of Canaan or the promised land were the Jebusites. The Jebusites. 2983, 2982 and 947 in the Hebrew and the Strong's Concordance. So this is the final point. The word Jebusite means trodden, trodden down, to be trampled down. Now the word trodden, trodden down or trampled means to be externally or internally bruised or crushed. Right? So Satan tries to externally and internally bruise us or hurt us through sickness and disease and he tries to crush our soul and our spirit through negative experiences of the past or hurtful experiences of the past. Now, this tribe represents those who are discouraged, overwhelmed, or defeated. This is usually the result of guilt, condemnation, discouragement, heaviness, and depression from negative experiences of the past and negative words and curses. Now, the Lord promises in his word that he will give us beauty for ashes and a garment of praise for or in exchange for and in place of a spirit of heaviness. So go to Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3. It says, To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joyful mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may call, be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. So that there confirms what I was talking about before, about being planted grounded and rooted in the word of God and in a church that God has led you to be planted in, all right? Now, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and verse 19, I want you to pay particular attention to this next point because it's absolutely important and it's because most people have been caught up in this particular bondage. It says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, look, see, or perceive, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. This is a prophetic word for everybody who's hearing this right now. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? Now, the Lord spoke to me on this scripture. And he said to me, do you know why many do not see, perceive or know or recognize the new thing I am doing? And do you know why they cannot step into their promised land and go to a high and deeper level with me? And he answers this rhetorical question by saying it's because they are stuck on what happened 10, 20, 30 years ago and cannot forgive or let go of the past. Right, it says in verse 18, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Now, look up at me. Look up at me for a minute. Look up at me for a minute, right? Many are trying to walk forwards while they are looking backwards and it can't be done. See, this is how many people look in the spirit, right? This is what I'm talking about. See, I mean bang, I'm going to hit this table or I'm going to hit whatever's in front of me. Why? Because I'm not completely focused on what's in front of me. I'm too busy looking at what's behind me. And we weren't made to look behind while we're walking forwards. Right, so that's how you look to God, how you look in the spirit 
when you're trying to go forward while holding on to the past. It looks ridiculous. I want you to get that in your spirit, right? That's how you look in the spirit. That's how you look to God when you're trying to go forward by holding on to the past. And it's not just talking about negative things of the past, but even good things that God has done in the past. You know that there are many people, many Christians who've been bound to a religious spirit because they're still hung up on what God did 10, 20, 30 years ago. And they put God in a box and they're saying, well, God won't do it this way because he did it that way 10, 20, 30 years ago. So that's how God worked then. So he's not going to do anything different in the future. And what they're doing is they're putting God in the box and they're missing the new thing that God is doing or that he has for them. Right? What God did 10, 20, 30 years ago was good for that time. But it's not going to work for you in the next season. And that's the problem that many of us have to overcome. And the enemy will use that kind of attitude to stop you from going into the new thing that God is doing, to stop you from stepping into your promised land. He'll keep telling you what God did back then is better than whatever you're going to see in the future. And that's a deception. Because the Lord will do not only a new thing, but greater things than he did before. And we can miss it if we have this attitude. Right now, Jesus said in Mark chapter 11, verse 25 and verse 26, I want you to go to Mark chapter 11, verse 25 and verse 26. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Now, it's interesting that Jesus says this right after he says in verse 24, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Then he talks about forgiving. Why did he say this? Because he understands that if we refuse to or fail to forgive those who have hurt us, it's going to stop us from walking with God. It's going to prevent us from going higher with God. And it's going to prevent us from receiving from God what we ask for in prayer. Right, because unforgiveness serves as a barrier between us and God. And it has to be dealt with before we can go forward. Now, I believe it's not only important to forgive those who have hurt you, but you also, we also need to forgive ourselves at times and the situations of the past, failures of the past. Hurtful situations of the might may not have specifically involved people, but unfulfilled dreams, failures, problems that we face. You know, those things can bring you into emotional bondage and can cause you to start blaming God if you don't allow him to deal with those issues in you. Do you know, do you understand where I'm coming from? Okay, so to forgive means to send away, to bid going away or depart, to send forth, yield up, to expire or to die to something, to let go, to let alone, to let be or to disregard. Now, the enemy uses painful and hurtful memories of the past that we have yet to yield to God to beat us down and to bring us into defeat, to bruise us, to bruise our soul, to bruise our emotions, to crush us emotionally and spiritually, to bring us in bondage and keep us there. Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, go to Luke chapter 10, verse 19. 
Behold, look and see, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So here when Jesus is talking about serpents and scorpions, he's talking about Satan and demons. So what is he saying? Or what is revealed here? Jesus has given us power and authority to trample over or beat down the enemy. We should not be getting trampled or beaten down by the enemy. We should be trampling or beating him down. Right? Because he's under our feet. Jesus has given, has won and given us the victory over him. Right? So we should not be the ones getting beaten down and trampled by him. We should be the ones beating down and trampling him. Right? So the way to see that is to rise up take our journey and engage him in battle. You will see the manifestation of the promise of God and the victory he has for you when you rise up to engage him in battle. When you begin to fight in the spirit, that's when the fear of God will come upon the enemy. The fear of you will come upon the enemy and you'll see him defeated in your life. Now, we resolve this by forgiving those who have hurt us and committing our care or situations over to the Lord. Mark chapter 11, verse 25, verse 26, and 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. And that's all. And everybody said. Now, did you get all that and understand all that? Now, it was quite lengthy, but absolutely important. Now, it's in understanding what I've just given you, which will help you identify any demonic spirits, any demonic attacks or oppression or obstacles and barriers that are against you and how to combat and overcome them. Right Now, next week, I'm going to be giving you specific keys. I think there's going to be seven keys, specific things we need to do to combat and overcome the enemy. Right? Specific keys, seven specific keys on combating and overcoming the enemy in your situation. So knowing that is going to help you see the manifestation of the promise of God and the victory in your life. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want you to give the Lord another big hand of praise. Now, I want you to lift your hands up. I want to pray for you very quickly, just a quick prayer. The Holy Spirit's putting it on my heart to do this. Lord, I believe that as I have given this prophetic message, the anointing for deliverance, for liberty and freedom is released with it. And that anybody who hears this that is in bondage to anything that I've just um, taught on will be set free right now. Be translated into your perfect liberty and freedom right now. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I lift up to you everybody who be hearing this teaching who is in bondage. I rebuke the enemy. I break the hold of the enemy from off your life. I break the curses of the enemy. I break every negative word from off your life and I apply the precious blood of Jesus Christ to you and your situation right now. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would manifest the victory in their lives and that they would see the fulfillment of your promises in their situations. Receive this in the name of Jesus right now. And everybody said a great big, let everyone hear you. Amen. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I, I believe as I just did that, there were impartations. There was, Sarah said she saw trees everywhere. Your hands, what happened to your hands? You felt the power of God on your hands. You felt the power of God on your hands like, like a blanket as you were reaching through, breaking through the blanket. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.